Welcome back, everybody, to the next episode of Owen oh, Two Heroes. I'm still not settled on the intro on the slogan yet, but I will give it up to Red Fox for at least one more episode. Uh, let's go ahead and try this out. Welcome to Owen oh, Two Heroes, the podcast that is all fists, no facts. I'm your host, Mikey, and uh, we have a very special guest today. We had his co-host on last episode. Uh, please welcome the other half of We Get Dubbed. Welcome to the show. Coming here live from a Metsu shore, you can with an O2 punch grade and make it 0-3. But more importantly, and as always, it's your boy Jay West. Thanks for having me, friend. Thanks for thanks for coming on. I'm so glad you did that. I was I was this close to, to doing a Jay West intro for Jay West. I'm like, I don't want to steal his thunder. And <laughs> and, and like so. Yeah, so so this episode's not out yet, but last episode I recorded with Mac, your co-host from from We Get Dubs, and um, I was debating doing the big J West intro for him about how he's like mightier than the sword. He comes from the waifu dungeon, blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's I'm not going to steal his thunder. That's too much work for me. I'm just going to go ahead and settle for a uh, adding in Return of the Mac in posts, just like underneath that's this talking. Cool. That's good enough. <laughs> Yo, I heard you waxed his bald ass pretty good, man. I, Ooh, I heard it, you uh, you gave him the hands. You gave him the hands. It was... All right, Mac, I, I hate to shit talk, but it was, it was rough. It's the... Oh, fuck that guy. Shit talk the <laughs> fuck out of him. You suck, asshole. Okay, so I, I've, only, I've only won two, two games this whole podcast. One, okay. the first time, was in Nick All-Stars Brawl, where my co-host accidentally Wild. ran off the edge because we were both <laughs> playing as the same Ninja Turtle, and he got confused who was who. So I, I can't even count that as a win. That's like scratching on the eight ball. More so than me winning, it felt like him losing. But oh. Mac, Mac was the first person that I like straight up beat. He didn't take a single game off of me. It just fucking waxed him. Good, good, good. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. If <laughs> Mac East, if you're listening to this right now, you suck and fuck you. Love you. Uh, Mac, if you, I, I know you're busy, but if you ever want to come back and redeem yourself, pick a game you're better at, let me know. You're always it, welcome it, back on. Nah, he sucks. He sucks. He sucks. <laughs> man, so, it sucks, man. Uh, I, I wanted to give you the eternal beatdown. Like, we were going to mm, scrap because, I, yeah. I mean, I honestly, to this day, still feel some type of way at the ass whipping you gave me in Smash. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't feel, that, that's that's my game. Don't don't feel bad. That's like my game. <laughs> And that's the thing, and and this game, Super Street Fighter Four specifically is like my bread and butter. Like, there's a story that uh, Mac East usually tells, but since he's not here, uh, allow me to take his part real fast. Mm -hmm. uh, we we go back with this game. So Mac East gets Street Fighter Four, right? And we're chilling one night. We're drinking in the Y Food Dungeon, and he's like, "Yo, you want to play Street Fighter 4? And I'm like, "All right, bet." This motherfucker picks Zangief. Beats my ass the entire night, like just fucking mollywops me. I, I couldn't get a win to save my life. Like it was, it was bad. So anyway, little do we know like how life works and shit. I'm going to end up going crazy and going on a completely different path with my life for like three years. I just disappear. Mm -hmm. And then one day I just, I'm going to work and this motherfucker's on his way to class and we see each other on the bus and we oh, boom, okay. like. Like, it was like we just, we were talking yesterday. It's been yeah. three fucking years. So we hang out, and then it's, I'm just like, yo, you want to play Street Fighter 4? He's like, all right. Little does he know, like, I got so into the game. 
like I became a guy and he thinks like, he's like, I just, I went to train for years and <laughs> I beat, I destroyed him. Like he couldn't like, he couldn't pay me to win. Like I just kept beating <laughs> the fuck out of him. So like this game is like, and then when the, Oh God, when super came out, it, it just, when they expanded on the roster, my word. So yeah, I, I really, really wanted to fight you tonight but unfortunately yeah. psn's like oh, yeah cough up 70 bucks for uh for playstation plus and i can't do that yeah that's uh i i had playstation plus this, this is gonna sound funny i saved up for playstation plus for literally two individual months one when street fighter 6 came out so i could mm. play against uh shadow from the animated gamers online for this podcast and then big i canceled it. big shout out mm. and then I got it again this month for this, and then it expires, I think, in like four days, and then going back to no PSN. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't blame you, bro. Yo, they, they don't even let you buy a monthly anymore. I was just going to buy a monthly for really? tonight specifically. Yeah. They're like, nah, you got to buy the whole year. And I'm like, for basic, like, I, I remember when this game first came out on the PS3. We're taking yeah. it way back. You could just go online and fight people for free. Like, that was just part yeah. of the game. And now they're like, yeah, no, if you want to have fun with it, you have to pay us more money. That was the entire reason I got a PS3 instead of a 360 back in the day. Online shit was free. Catch me not paying for that. Same, same, same. Mikey Tabletop spitting nothing but facts. And you, to this day, still, okay, I've never played a proper Halo game because I was never like an Xbox really? guy. I, I've, I've done like multiplayer at my friend's house a couple times, but like I never played the campaign. I don't know any of the characters outside of Master Chief. Oof. I know nothing about Oof. Halo except just there's the a warthog, like which is a vehicle, <laughs> and that's it because it's yeah, a multiplayer. Man. Dude, classic. I, I really think. Do you have any Xboxes? Like, no, I've never had a single Xbox. I was looking into. I just got my computer fixed. I might get dog next time we chill i'll give you one of my 360s dead ass i'll just okay. give you one and you could just have halo or so i i have the disc somewhere and now, I now what do you mean experience it. one of your 360s how many 360s do you have um so i used to be involved in some activities back in the day mm -hmm. and i happened to come across a number of 360s so, oh, okay. you know, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I get so, that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I mean i could give you a bare bones 360 no problem it's yours I, I don't even know what a bare bones 360 versus a non-bare bones 360 is but i appreciate that okay so absolutely so one of these days we'll make a plan i'm gonna come up to new york get a 360 kick your ass in a super street fighter 4 and then drive back to jersey yo i got the i got it on disc i got it on every fucking system i own Except for my Xbox Series X now. Like, that's that's it. Like, I, I, dude, this game, it's like, it's, you hear that? That's tapped in my fucking veins. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so we're talking, uh, Street Fighter 4, Super Street Fighter 4, Super Street Fighter 4, Arcade Edition, Ultra Street mm -hmm. Fighter 4. Makes no difference. It's, it's all the sh same shit to me. I, it's just classic Capcom fighting games where they're just like release seven different versions of the game, which, I think this is the first game where they didn't have to do that because because um, correct, correct me if I'm wrong at this point in like the game's life cycle when it was like online they were able to patch it online right they yes. had online activity and like DLC 
Yeah, well, okay. Oh, so wow. here's here's the deal. Um, Super Street Fighter Four is a completely different game from Street Fighter Four. Like okay. it, it, it plays differently. There's different characters. Like it's it's an overhaul, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of like well, it's not like Street Fighter Two, but um. So when Super Street Fighter Four Arcade Edition came out, that was I believe the edition of uh, Oni and Evil Ryu. Mm-hmm. And that was a big deal because also shout out to Ashura's Wrath, one of the greatest fucking games ever. Just violent beatdowns everywhere. They, those characters were specifically made for that game, and they were like mm-hmm. only in the arcades. And I remember my boy hit me up, was like, "Dude, are you gonna get the arcade edition? They're releasing Oni Akuma and shit." And I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And so that was like the first update of Super Street Fighter Four, I think. And then there was uh the Ultra version, which they added, I think a couple more characters like uh mm-hmm. I forgot who it was but that was like the last version and each version believe it or not like you can in the sub menu it asks you which version of the game that you would like to play because there's I little nuance different love that yeah dude in my opinion base super street fighter 4 is the goat like that's the goat okay. you can't access certain characters but in my opinion that's the most balanced version for me mm-hmm. So um, th- those are the differences. Nothing crazy. Like you just, depending on which version, you don't have access to certain characters. Gotcha. Because there's different mechanics that are introduced. Like for instance, in the last version in Ultra, like you can pick between, uh, it's like you could pick your first finisher, your second finisher, or a combination of like whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it is, which sucks. No one goes for that. Metsu sure you can all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Now this was... I was talking to someone uh, either about this podcast or off the podcast. Okay, that's not a lot. I was talking to someone, and um, I was explaining why there's fucking seven different versions of Street Fighter 2 and shit like this. And it's because, like, back in the arcades, they couldn't release DLC or, like, patch notes or whatever. So they had to just send out new fucking, like, boards to put in the arcade cabinet and to let you know what version, what balance patch or what version with the characters you were playing. they They had different names in it, so, like... Now that they have DLC and you can just download the balance patch, they don't necessarily need that. But here we are still with three different versions of Street Fighter V. Dude, that's Capcom at its finest, man. They love fucking us out of our cash. They're like, oh, look, it's got a new hyper-fighting title. Yeah. Super Street Fighter Four: the Pepsi Not Coke Addiction. Like, all right, great, <laughs> fine. All right, I get to play as Pepsi Man this one. But, like, it, it's cool, but... This was definitely, it, it's funny because, like, this also has, like, so many different incarnations. It, it's, like, mm-hmm. my version of 2 because a lot of people played Street Fighter 2 and this was, like, the mecca. Yeah. But me growing up as a kid, like, Street Fighter 2 was my shit. And Street Fighter 4 came out and I was kind of, like, not into it. But then when, like, they did the whole super overhaul, I was like, yeah. this game is fucking, like, that was, like, my hyper, what is it? I think Street Fighter Turbo. Like, that's when super everyone Turbo. was like, yeah, that's like this the- is the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, when when Super came out, I was like, "This is the fucking game that changes everything." Like, this is yeah. Street Fighter putting it back on the map, and it sucks though because like three was amazing, but like no one ever talks about three. Okay, so no, okay, no, you have to be in a very specific circle to talk about three. The people who love three fucking love Third Strike. It's like the yeah. god tier game to them. Everybody else, they're like. This is some whack-ass shit. I don't want to play this at the laundromat. Why is the only character returning Ryu? No one wants Facts. to fucking play three. Facts. But, so, like, th- there was a whole thing where just, like, people who like fighting games, Third Strike is, like, the greatest of all time for them. For the yeah. casual player, 
they don't give a shit about parrying. They don't give a shit like, oh man, Q's in this game? Like, oh. <laughs> but, so, at the time 3 came out, people were kind of upset with it because it was, like, hard to play and there were no, like, casual characters. Yeah. And it was right at the time, like, arcades were kind of dying in the late 90s. And then you went, like, 13 years without a Street Fighter. And then mm -hmm. Street Fighter 4 came back and just fucking revitalized the whole genre. People were like, yo, fighting games are back, baby. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I had this game. I was so hooked on Street Fighter 4. I had it from my fucking iPod Touch. Like, that's how <laughs> crazy it was. This game was amazing. I mean, but, like, the... And it also, like, it brought back secret characters, which was dope. Because the first time I fought Akuma, I almost shit my pants. I was like, wait, this motherfucker's in the game? Yeah. Like, excuse me? And then, fucking, if you do the right, like, uh, I forgot what the, the requirements were, but when you get to fucking Goku Ken, and you're like, you start piecing it together, you're like, oh, my fucking God, he actually exists? Yeah. Reuse Master is in this? Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, that was very cool. I'm pretty sure, I haven't played 5 in a minute, but I'm pretty sure this is his only playable appearance, Goken. Yeah, dude. Okay. Oh, man, I, I could go on about 5, too, because 5 in the beginning was abysmal, and then it, it literally tapered out at the end. Mm -hmm. It's like, this was the game that you should have released. Like, yeah, don't release yeah. a half-finished game. Yeah, that's like common conception that, like, I think Street how long did Street Fighter Five have a, like, six years? Before Dude, it like five, it took them five fucking years to finish the yeah. game, basically, which sucks. And and that's the problem. Like I, I feel like is going to happen with six. Like we're not getting Akuma for a year. Like why would you oh. even tell me that he's coming? Like I don't want to wait a year for that. That's insane. Akuma is my main in every Street Fighter game that like he's yeah. in. Yeah, I fucking love Akuma, and just like I, I don't want to have to wait until next summer to get Akuma in six. I'm gonna be done playing the game by that point. So like. What did you like best about this new version of Akuma in 4? Because, like, there was some very big details that they changed, which I thought were just fucking amazing. I... Okay, so my... I'm real basic. I, I like Akuma because he plays like Ryu, but he's yes. stronger. So, like, he's glass like a typical Shoto. You know, you know all of his moves and shit, but he is a glass cannon because he has... I think he has the smallest health bar out of like or one of the smallest health bars of like the people like in the menu are like super fucking strong but he's not actually like health wise he's not very strong a couple hits and, and you're fucking dumb yeah. but um yeah i i don't need that i go in and just like a fucking if, if, if i don't fuck you up in 30 seconds that's it the game's over i'm done i have to win right out the right out the gate that's cool i, I mean but like for me like mm -hmm. I always love Akuma because, like, also he's, like, the evil, like, yeah. boss character. So that's, like, mm -hmm. he always has, like, this mystique. I don't know. First off, his voice actor was dope. I The mm -hmm. Raging Demon was cool. The Die 1000 Deaths thing was, yeah. like, I was like, oh, wow, that's fucking extreme. That's edgy as fuck. <laughs> but, like, the fact that they kind of separated him from everybody and, like, he felt like a master in this now because, like, mm -hmm. now he's not, he's not rocking a belt. He's rocking ropes. He's got yeah. ropes on his hands. Like, he's, like clearly different from the Shotos. Like, he's just, like, I don't know, hanging out in a fucking volcano all day just waiting <laughs> to fight Ryu, you know what I mean? Like, this was the game where I feel like we really got, like, Akuma's identity down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because in, in Street Fighter 2, he was just the boss character. We didn't really have him. And then in Street Fighter 3, I think he showed up 
Justin Third end, Strike. Yeah. He, he came out just like in just like the last iteration of it. But, but in yeah. this one, just like Akuma's fucking Akuma, you know? Wait, no, he was in the uh, the second one. Because uh, in the second one, okay. yeah, he's like on the top of the screen and is like mm. his his picture's like blacked out. Because you know, oh gosh, Edge Lord Akuma. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> but uh, I I didn't get a chance to play everybody in the game, but I like the fact that Akuma had a downwards aerial Hadouken, which I thought yes. was cool. It was like really good for spacing. Just like to I this loved, day, yeah. I can't do that shit. I cannot do that shit. Really? I suck. I suck at the air Hadoukens. Like in any Street Fighter, I just I can't do it. <laughs> I could pull off a raging demon on anybody, but I cannot hit an air Hadouken to save my life ever. Well, that was I, I like that because I think it's like really good for spacing. I'll like jump away from the opponent and and like do that motion, like jump away, but shoot forward to give me like more distance. Mm-hmm. But um, I I played online for a little bit. Um, I, I won one match online. I, I, was, I wasn't doing ranked, so I wasn't playing people my skill level. I was like. Hook me up with anybody who's online right now. And the only people playing this game fucking 12 years later are the people who are fucking good at this game. <laughs> yes, that's a fact, man. Um, yeah. This was the first time, like, I ever really got into competitive game. Like, the, the PS3 was, like, in my opinion, the best era for, like, just competitive games. I was playing, like, Call of Duty Black Ops, mm-hmm. Battlefield Bad Company 2, and like fighting game wise, like this game was the shit. And my fondest memory, I'll never forget this. I, I was playing like on a Friday morning. I just got home from doing the graveyard shift. I was like working at the airport. It's like 1030 in the morning. And I'm just I'm online and I fucking I pair up with a Ken that's a B. And me and this motherfucker go five rounds and we end up on the replay channel mm-hmm. like that was probably my crowning achievement because I also shout out to me. I won against mm-hmm. the fucking B and I was like, yo, I'm gonna get smoked. But like the, just I remember like it, it felt good. Like Street Fighter four, the it, it the game the game changes. Like with five, they they I don't know, they not that they made it easier, so to say, but like how do I how do I put this? It it just it doesn't feel the same. I think they did. They tried to make it slightly easier, which they did again with six. But I think they also like slowed it down. So there's like you can like play well without being hyper aggressive. Whereas in Street Fighter four, I think there's a lot of just like going in and just like trying to fuck up your opponent. But with Street Fighter five, it's just like a lot more spacing and trying to figure just trying to figure some shit out and doing a lot more defensive maneuvering instead of just like like run like rushing down your opponent. Yeah, but Street Fighter 4, I feel like you got to be way more creative. And, like, mm-hmm. now that there's there's templates of how to play, like, 6, there's a completely different structure to play in the game. And I feel like everyone has the same play style. That's why I'm sorry. I was, like, fumbling my words. No, you're my good. My computer was dying. I was trying to get the plug in. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I feel like with 5, it not 5, with, with 4, it was you can explore more and not be punished for it. Because nowadays... The competitive scene, it's you're playing the same person, no matter the match. Like, you're playing the same gameplay. Mm-hmm. Everyone has the same style because everyone watches the same videos of the same people. And, like, I have to do that. Like, the same thing happens in Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, people find what wins, and I feel like that takes the magic from the game. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay, do you feel the same way about Mario Kart? No, because I okay. feel like... 
you you don't like you can anyone can win Mario Kart. You know what I mean? Like you can just pick dry bones or some shit like that with like a the the fucking daisy glider and the weirdest wheels, yeah. and like you could still pull out a victory. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I I feel the same way. I hear the most complaining about people using like the meta build or just like using top tiers in Mario Kart. People won't shut the fuck up about it in Mario Kart. I'm like, get it's Mario Kart. Get over it. Dude, same thing in Smash, bro. You you already know. Like, it's it's weird because people like this is gonna sound fucked up. Like, some people really have nothing going on in their fucking lives. Yeah. That this is all they have is like, I'm good at Mario Kart. You yeah. can't fucking beat me. It's like, okay, you could have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the um in, in in Super Smash Brothers Melee, the worst character in the game is Bowser. He's really yeah. big, he's really slow, everybody hits him. He, he can't get a single attack in, but the best Bowser player in the world is from my neighborhood. So, like, I played him all the time, and he, he would just destroy me. He would, like, wax my ass with Bowser. And, like, it's, and, like it wasn't even, like, embarrassing because he was, like, doing that with everyone. He was just, like, like no joke, yeah. the best Bowser in the world. And just, like, fucking wrecking bracket and stuff with that. I'm like, okay, sure, sure, Warrior Knight, you can have this one. <laughs> That makes me very happy because I'm a Bowser player myself and mm -hmm. like I melee may okay. Can we all stop acting like melee is good? Like Oh do oh do mm. <laughs> that that is my, my Super Street Fighter 4. That is my bread and butter. Me melee is so good. Uh, man, uh, the what's what's the one that came out afterwards on the like Brawl. the 3DS? The the oh. ultimate or whichever okay, one so that was? Melee after after Brawl. Uh Smash for the Wii U or Smash for the 3DS? They didn't have names. It for was the just 3DS. That was yeah. the one. That's the one that I love. Like that's my favorite Smash. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay, this is balanced. This is good. I fucking rock with this. Like I could play that game all day, every day. But like, I don't know, melee. It's like you're just gonna run into Fox, Marth, oh. like yeah, that happens, or a Captain Falcon that runs at the fucking speed of light. Yeah. Well, show me your boobs. Yeah. <laughs> You, being where you are, I'm not going to dox you, but you could probably run into to that Bowser. He, he lives around you. <laughs> or at least That's he crazy. did. I got to, I got to, that would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> we could run that. We could run that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so Super Street Fighter 4, I, I was really excited to play this. I'm slowly working, working my way through all of the Street Fighters. I did six with Shadow. I'm doing four here. And I'm going to lie and say I did Super Street Fighter 2 with you on your show because we did the movie. Yes. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so who were your favorite characters that you've played with so far? Okay, so I, like I said, I liked Akuma. Um, I played a little bit of Jury. Okay. Eh, I was about to say, I, I know she was real popular in Street Fighter 5. So I figured, like, okay, this is her first game. Let me try that out. We Not love me. that bitch. <laughs> I, I was about to say, yeah. I don't get it, but I do get it. Um, and then I also played Dalsim. I, I think he was like, okay. before I knew how Street Fighter worked, Dalsim was like my main when I was like six years old because he, he got those Gogo -Go Gadget Extendo arms. It was really easy to beat up my little brother with Dalsim. But, um, <laughs> and, and now that I know what I'm doing, I always like to give him a try. And then I'm like, huh, no, this, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. A lot of people, you know, what's crazy uh, with four, like Abel was supposed to be the main character and everyone mm -hmm. fucking hates him. Like I hate him. Like he sucks. 
Abel was like one of the worst protagonists ever. And it's like, it just sucks because uh, I'm going to pull up the roster right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. How, you, did you ever rock with Dudley? No. The, the, oh, the, the, the British boxing gentleman? No. Bro, this game is what turned me on to Dudley. Because I was always okay. like fake-ass Balrog. Like, I don't want to rock yeah. with you. And I was like, oh, Street Fighter 3, gross. But like... <laughs> He was in this game, and I remember playing with. He plays kind of like a Shoto, you know what I mean? But okay, just yeah, it's yeah. all fists, it's all hands, all day, mm. every day. And Rolling Thunder, yo, just that fucking move is just so lethal looking. He rushes you and just hits you with like a fucking six piece. Your body gets <laughs> ragdolled, and then he hits you with a fucking Mike Tyson uppercut. It's beautiful. It's just, it's absolutely gorgeous. And I suggest you just if you if you run it back before your. Uh, PSN yeah. runs out. Just play Dudley. Please do it for you. I have exactly one more week before my PSN runs out. So I will go ahead. I'll play some Dudley tomorrow while I still right. have the time. Now, yeah. what is your favorite looking finisher? Because there's a couple in this game that, that I have. But like, they, I, I want to get your perspective since you don't like rock with that many characters. No, I haven't. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to go the opposite route, actually. And I think... Akuma's, they all look very silly. Okay. I think okay. the screen goes black. He kind of just like floats over to you. Bah, 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 and then that's it. Yeah. Just like that. That's not, that's not cool. That's not flashy. I will say, I think Street Fighter five and Street Fighter six, they have like much flashier, like yes. super moves like that. It's like, it's cinematic. It's big. It's, it's powerful. Yeah. But I remember playing Akuma's like, oh, that's it. Yep. That's it. They 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 kept it real to his nature until five. Like the raging demon in five mm-hmm. is goddamn. Yeah. But uh yeah, uh, dude, for me though, like what made my penis immediately erect was uh the Metsu Shoryuken from Ryu. Just base okay. Ryu. Bro, I had this nasty ass combo where I would come in with a high kick. And then just fr- from landing, hit you with that shit. I, I, I used to catch this guy that played Cammy all the time. He would come in with his level three, and I would just fucking wax him. Yo, he, the way he fucking hits you in the stomach, your body rises off the ground, yeah. and then he catches you. And the funniest person to do it to, do it in practice, do it to Guile. Because Guile got okay. that square ass, the crimson chin look. Yo, his <laughs> chin just comes all the way out and you hit him with that show you can and it's just oh just oh daddy <laughs> love it okay so i know you said you play a little bit of dudley i know you said you play a little bit of ryu but who who's like your main who's like your number one in this game okay you mean besides ryu because base ryu is my main is like, he okay my main. like okay, uh gotcha. so the the main I, I'm very boring, but uh, I run Ryu, Ken, Dudley. I I can rock with Akuma. I I can fuck with Dan. Um, let's see, Oni Akuma, Evil Ryu, but they they kind of don't count. Um, Sagat, but he also plays like a Shoto. Uh, and believe it or not, I guess the the oddest character that I rock with, I'm like I'm looking at the roster now. I would probably say it was uh, Fei Long. Okay. Fei Long is a, he's an interesting character to use. I just loved him since I was a kid because I loved Bruce Lee and shit. And I, what? Yeah. <laughs> like that, that shit is dope. But uh, yeah, God. And I also love the fact that this game is basically just Street Fighter 2 with updated graphics. 
Yeah, definitely. That was because Capcom lost a lot of the casual players with Street Fighter 3, because it was so different than 2, they're like, okay, let's go back to 2, let's start from square 1, square 2, let's just rebuild this shit. Street Fighter 2 for the new generation, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just like, it worked. Fucking sold gangbusters, revitalized, like, the whole genre. People love that shit. There's tournaments for it still. Crazy, right? So... With your experience playing it, how do you feel about the last boss, Seth? Because, like, he is a pain in the balls when you first run into him. Like, his gameplay okay. is bullshit. So, I didn't actually get to the final boss because, and this is a good thing, okay. I had it set up when I was going through, like, the story mode that I was getting incoming fighter requests from, like, strangers online. Okay. And that's okay. cool because this is the only game I've done for this show so far that had an active enough player base that I can, like, fight against other people. Yeah. A lot of times, I try to go online to play, to practice, like, just to see how it works, and I'm in the fucking lobby for 20 minutes before I say, fuck this, and I, and I turn it off. This is the first game... Well, I guess Street Fighter VI is, is, like, new, so that has an active player base. But this is, like, the first older game that the player base is still large enough that I can just, like, go onto the lobby and people are there. So I never actually finished a complete arcade run because I was always getting interrupted and just like it would start me back from the like round two again. I'm like, ah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's the only rough part because it's like, yo, every time like you're about to finish the round and the new challenger and it's like, fucking Mm -hmm. goddamn, I just want to finish this match. (laughs) Like, can I just please beat Guile? I'm tired of fighting Guile. (laughs) And like, I could have turned that option off. But I have more fun playing against people online than I do against the computers. And I'm, I wasn't that concerned about finishing story mode, especially when I knew I had you coming up on, on the show. So we talked about this with Mac, but apparently you're like the lore master, you know, you know, yes. all things story mode. Yeah. 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 I'm a I'm a fucking huge Street Fighter nerd. Like everything that you've said so far, it's like, I yeah, I, it's like, you know, I'm like talking to a fucking mirror right now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I genuinely love Street Fighter. So like. If there's any weird things you want to know about or you want to talk about with any of these fucking weird-ass ensemble of cast members or any, I don't know, any Street Fighter game you want to cover, I'm always open, bro. I'm okay. always down. Cool. Now, I know Street Fighter 3, timeline-wise, yes. is the last game that, that happens. It's fucking stupid. No, actually, 6 is now the last game. S- six, 6 takes place after 3? Yes. Okay. So it goes... <laughs> One, alpha, two, four, five, five, three, six, three, six. Yeah. Fucking Star Wars ass timeline over here. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. They should just do like Mortal Kombat did, make Ryu become God and rebuild the world and just yeah. start fresh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just start the fucking games over. Here's everybody in one shot. It all makes sense. All right, I, I know we're talking Street Fighter. Yes. But give me a minute. I want to I want to shit on Mortal Kombat. Ooh, I, God damn it. I'm so mad that there's no fucking Mortal Kombat 1 for my PS4. I don't have a PS5. I can't play it. And it's running on the Switch. If you can put Mortal Kombat 1 on the Switch, you can put it on my PS4. Yeah, no, that's fair because I literally wasn't going to buy it for this exact reason, but Lady West was like, yo, I want to play because she played Injustice 2 a lot. Like, I got into that. So I was like, you know what? She already had an Xbox Series S for Mm -hmm. Fortnite and shit. So I was like, 
I'll, I'll fucking spring for it. So I bought yeah. it, played it. It's the best fucking Mortal Kombat I've is ever really? played in my. Oh my god, it's fucking great. It I'm, is I'm amazing. I'm so mad. And I literally the next day was like, I just went and got my own Xbox just for this game because I was like, yeah, fuck that. This is this is it. it and I'm not trying to shit on Street Fighter Six, mm-hmm. but like it's better than Street Fighter Six. Like, okay. yeah, like there's they reinvented itself by staying true to itself at the same time valuable backstories to characters that you love made completely ass characters that we all made fun of for years fucking relevant which i did not even know was possible like shout out to mortal Kombat. so but also fuck you ed boon for not putting it on the ps4 and putting it on the switch that was a dick move that was a that, dick move it's so dumb like i i get that they're trying to like phase out the ps4 switch is ass okay I, it's i'm looking at it's like Getting three out of tens for reviews because the Switch can't run it. It's just yeah, like, no. I don't. <laughs> oh, that was my phone. There's no fucking way. Because, like, the graphic, the graphics are fucking insane for that game, dude. The it looks gra- good. It's like, dude, it's like watching a movie sometimes. I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, this is amazing. You know what? That That's a good point. I will probably at some point, because I can't play it. Like watch the cinematic cutscenes as a movie for Mortal Kombat One, just so I get like get the story because I did that it's with. It. It's yeah. so worth it. It's so fucking good. It's it's like I can't fucking explain it. Did you play Eleven at all? I, I played Eleven. I didn't. I didn't play Nine or Ten, uh, but I watched the YouTube like cinematics for that. But I I did play Eleven. I also oh, played Justice Two. Nine is the goat. Not Nine was perfect for me because like also once again. PlayStation 3 era, like, it was mm-hmm. Super Street Fighter 4, MK9. Like, that is how I've always, like, every character pretty much, except for maybe Reptile, looked how I would want them to look. Like, mm-hmm. it was perfect. In this new one, it's a little different, but it's also, like, a whole different universe. But, like, I don't know, 10, I was having, a, I, I that one just didn't sit well with me. In 11, I was like, this is one of the greatest fucking games I've ever played in my life. Like, that storyline, the DLC yeah. storyline, Liu Kang, shout out to the fucking fire god. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I, I enjoyed Mortal Kombat 11, like, immensely. I also, I really enjoyed the Injustice games. Um, yes. I think, I think NetherRealms, yeah. I think NetherRealms does a really good job like with their story modes, like yeah. I'm more invested in the Injustice and Mortal Kombat storylines than I am about any of the Street Fighter lore or any like of the Guilty yeah. Gear backstory. I don't. Yeah. There's a guy named Guy and a book named Book, and they made gears. I I don't care. <laughs> Please tell me what's going on with the Sub Zero right now. Yeah, I mean, it's old. It's such nonsense because it's it's. It's so fucking weird because if you think about Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat in the instance, it was it was just fighting games. It was just uh-huh. like pick from there's these a tournament. Cool they fight, that's it. It's like here's some ninjas, here's some karate masters, and they just fuck each other up. That's it. And it's like some weird backstory. And then like each game, it was like here's something random that happened just because fuck it. Like well well you know mm-hmm. you're spending your money. We'll put a little effort into it. And then it's like. All of us grew up and we're like, we need to know why this happened. Give us the details. I could not care less about it. I'm not, I, I don't need a story in, in any of my video games, much less a fighting game. Just let me fight. I don't, just, I don't care. I'm surprised I, you don't like Dark Souls where it's like, there's basically you just get dropped off in a world and it's like, you can figure it out for yourself yeah. or fucking don't and just hit things. Like, I've. 
I've never played a FromSoft game yet. Wow, that's crazy. Shame on I know. you. But that, play Elden Ring. Th- that, that's what I hear. Uh, fun fact, Elden Ring, I believe, holds the record for winning the most awards of any video game ever. Because Miyazaki got a 13-inch dick after he made that game. Like, that is the game. Yo. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fanboy, definitely, of uh, FromSoft. But, like, that game, a lot of people have differing opinions, especially, like, if you don't fuck with that type of, like, Mac East yeah. and not do the Dark Souls formula, mm. like, at all. Like, the fact that it doesn't tell you anything or how to work the menus drives him insane, which okay. is fair because... You know, but I feel like Elden Ring is the perfect balance. It, like, it took them a while, but it's like, it's not too difficult. They tell you what to do. It's a pretty fair game, and it's just, it's beautiful. So, for anyone that hasn't played it yet, check that out. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, like it, it's, it's on my list. I, I will get to it. But I don't have a lot of time for, like, really intense gaming now. Because I have, like, a job and dogs and, like, shit I need to do. But that, that's kind of why I like fighting games. I can, like, hop in for 15 minutes, play a couple matches online, and then dip. And I don't need to get invested in it. Like, I'm still... I got Tears of the Kingdom the day it came out. I went to the midnight release for it. And I am only halfway done with the game. Not because I'm taking a long time exploring Hyrule and shit. I just don't have time to play. But, like, fighting mm-hmm. games are easy. I got 20 minutes on my lunch break in between work. Boom. Plug in my stick. Boop, boop. And then I, I leave. I go back to work. It's easy that way, you know? Oh, so you, you play on stick. I do. Yeah, hold on. I got this right here. Bada bing. Bada boom. Yeah. Oh, nice, man. I, uh, yeah, I I'm, I'm a controller a, baby. I, I can't, like, I can't imagine what you do. Like, that's impressive. I, I picked it up used on Facebook Marketplace um, I, for, like, 30 or 40 bucks. I, I don't remember. But um, I don't think it makes me any better. I just... I feel comfortable playing this because I grew up playing like Street Fighter and Marvel vs. Capcom in arcades and like that that's what I'm used to. Shout outs to I think this is over by you. Do you remember Caracello's, the weird carnival themed Italian restaurant? No. Yes, with the arcade? With the arcade. Yeah, that's where I played yes. all my games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> you know what's crazy? We probably, th- that was like one of the only arcades that had WWF Royal Rumble. Oh, okay. Yeah, I used to like hang out in there and play like that. And they, they had some fucking good games. That's crazy. They had, uh, what was it? Not Time Crisis. Yeah, Time Crisis. No. Uh, they had Silent Scope. Yeah, oh, si- <laughs> fucking Silent Scope. The sniper one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, like the people that would explode in the blood. Yeah. Yeah. Great game. Instead, instead of having games. a little handgun, it was like a fucking two and a half foot thing attached to it. And you have to like, you can yeah. only like swivel it. They, they had that. But um, yeah, it was cool. I think they had, I think they had Street Fighter 2, but I spent all of my time there playing Marvel vs. Capcom 2. So like, that's why I, I first got a fight stick. I got it used on like eBay. I got a PS2 fight stick to play my mo- to play my Marvel 2 with it, because that's what I was used to. Oh. Yeah, it was half PS2, half PS3. I'm like, oh, cool, I have a PS3 stick now. So then that's just, like, what I've been used to. That's actually really fucking cool, because uh, certain games definitely played better on the stick, especially on the PS3. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Uh, some of those trials are damn near impossible, <laughs> Wolverine, without a stick. 
Like some of those direct, I was like, I just couldn't pull it off on a controller. And but like, I'm so used to playing on a controller because, like, as you know, there was no real arcades in Queens, really. No. And it's like you either had to go to like the laundromat or that random corner store that had like X Men versus Street Fighter for some fucking reason. Mm-hmm. And it's like once those places shut down or they got rid of the machine, it was like you either bought the game on console, which was basically what I had to do, or you just yeah. didn't fucking play them. The only arcade cabinets that I know of where I was was Caracello's, which was a, a little bit of a drive. It's also like, it's weird. I, don't, I won't say it's like a nice Italian restaurant, but it's like a sit down Italian restaurant with an arcade in the back. It's not like I can just go there one, one night with the guys and play video games. It was like a weird no. setup. Yeah, it's like date, there's like people on dates in the yeah. front. And then there's this fucking arcade with tickets in the back. It's kind yeah. of insane. It, it was like a mashup of both worlds. Like I... I to yeah. this day, it's like half Italian restaurant that's trying to be fancy and then just fucking dirty ass kids hanging out playing Street Fighter 2. I, I will say the nice Italian restaurant that it's trying to be, it's okay. I don't speak Italian. It's called Caracello's. I can only assume that means carousel or carnival in Italian. Yeah. Someone correct me. There was a fucking hanging from the ceiling going f- through the arcade and through the actual Italian restaurant. There was a train being driven by a monkey that was yes. just attached to the ceiling and it would just drive through the whole restaurant yeah. and just the, the, yeah. it was it was so odd. But the only they thing had, is, yeah. They had really good penne alla vodka. That's the only thing I gotta say. Oh. <laughs> they really fucking did. I used to go there like on dates because it was cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um the only places that I knew that had arcade cabinets was that or the Home Depot in Long Island City, Astoria, maybe there was there's a Home Depot and a Best Buy in the same parking lot as like a, as like a, a guitar center or a Sam Ash. And in the front room of the Home Depot with with the sliding doors, they had they had an X-Men vs. Street Fighter cabinet. And those were the only cabs I knew of. Crazy. X-Men vs. Street Fighter. It, yo, there was a, a deli like three blocks away from Mac East house. In front by this school, I forgot the, the name of the school. It was like PS something, and I remember I used to go to school late because I would have to like walk to the bus, mm-hmm. but like I would stop at that deli because it it was the only fucking place I knew that had X Men vs Street Fighter, and I used to just hang out with the, like these other ratty ass kids and just like wait for them to die so I could try to fight Apocalypse. Yeah, I I would bring like two dollars to school. So it's yeah. like, you know, those quarters are gone immediately. Okay, I don't, I don't remember where, but as soon as you said Apocalypse, something popped in my mind. I remember fighting Onslaught, which I think was... Marvel vs. Capcom. Was it Marvel vs. Capcom or was it Marvel yeah, Super Marvel vs. Capcom 1. Nope, Marvel vs. Capcom okay. 1. That was in a pizzeria somewhere. I don't remember what pizzeria. It wasn't by me because I only went there once. I was like, oh, cool, Marvel. But... It's it's weird. I feel like what's the last time you went to a pizzeria and they just had an arcade cabinet just like in the corner? Years, dude. Years. Um, there's a a, a pizzeria in Ozone Park mm-hmm. that still has like MLB 2K, like where you actually have to like <laughs> swing the weird metallic stick. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the only. It's like a relic of lost time. Like they, they, those don't exist anymore, dude. And like I I wonder why they sold it. It's not like. Once you buy the arcade cabinet, it's not like there's overhead. You don't need monthly fees for it. It just sits there and collects quarters. Just keep it. Yeah. 
I mean, I, but someone, I think it's like you, like if you buy a machine, you can like go to a store and be like, yo, I'll give you a percentage if you just run my machine. Okay. So I think that it, it's kind of like having like a vending machine, kind of like you go, you oh, pick gotcha. up the change and then you split mm-hmm. the profit. But it's like now fucking I can't even imagine the electrical output you would need to like run one of those massive arcade cabinets. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it kind of doesn't balance out because it's like also who's playing these things anymore. Like, I feel like the arcades are like a, it, it's a dead it, it's dead in America. And it, it's sad because like arcades are fucking awesome. Yeah. I was about to say, I try to think of the last time I played. Oh, well, okay. You know what? They have barcades now, which I feel like is just nostalgia bait for people our age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, actually the last time I was at an arcade, uh, I was staying at Red Fox's place and, mm-hmm. uh, we drove to New Jersey, me, him and Lou. Uh, we went to this one arcade and we were there fucking hours. Like we were playing alpha two, we were playing mad shit. And then he was like, yo, you want to go back to the one in Philly so mm-hmm. that we could just be back in the city. I was like, all right, cool. So then we leave Jersey, go to the same, st- it was like, a. What was it round one arcades? Yeah, they have like a bowling alley and shit in mm-hmm. it. And then we go back, and then on that one they had Marvelous Capcom two, Rival Schools, Street Fighter two. They had just every fighting game you could think of. Like it was fucking dope. They even had like Soul Calibur five. It was mm-hmm. it was crazy. It was crazy. Absolute lunatic. I I'm I'm watching Lou just go off. Red Fox is doing his thing and. It's just weird because, like, I feel like that would be such a hit in New York. Like, instead of yeah. a barcade where it's like, oh, you got Pac-Man and fucking Fatal Fury. Like, who cares about those games? I want to play more fighting games, and I don't want to be charged $11 for draft beer while I do it. But I feel like that's the hook, line, and sinker for most of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, I before, before I get into New York arcades, I want to reiterate, fuck you, Red Fox. The, the mall you went to in New Jersey to do it, 15 minutes from my house. It was the Deptford Ball. I could have been there. Oh, is that what you were just looking up? That's no, hilarious. I, I, no, because I, I gave him shit for that privately. Because he was like, oh, yeah, I went to this place in Jersey with Jay. I'm like, motherfucker, just call me. I mapped it. It's 13 minutes from my house. I would have been there. But to be uh, fair, you, you could have came through. You could have came through. You know you could have came through. I didn't know you were in Jersey. I, actually, I think I was working that day because I was going to come through otherwise. Jersey. You you knew we were there, and you were like, oh, I might come through. And then you, it was just dead silence. Mikey Tabletop <laughs> never came through. I'm putting it on I, record. I'm putting him on I, blast. I did not come he never through. came through. He didn't read nothing. He didn't write to nobody. He didn't SOS us. He didn't telegraph. He did nothing. Yeah, he I, did I had nothing. And now you, you can't complain, Mikey no, Tabletops. Oh, man, you, you're pulling out the receipts. Yeah, I had to work that night. Some, someone called out, so I had, to, I had to jump in the truck and, uh, and sell snow cones. But um, <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, you were saying that, like, New York needs an arcade like that. New York has, like, one of, like, the big fighting game arcades. Like, in America, it's in New York. It's Chinatown Fair. I don't know if you've ever been there. Yes, I have. I I don't know if they still have it, but, like, back in the day, they had, like, all the fucking cabinets for, like, fighting games. And, like, that was the spot to be at. I have not been there in years. Like years there there's also uh i think one in the lower east side but yeah chinatown fair uh 
the last time I was there, it, it, it was changing. Like, there's, there's a lot of real estate changes and shit, so I don't know. I would assume that it's probably still down there because, like, a lot of people still love that shit. And mm-hmm. I think, like, any arcade always has, like, DDR, and that always draws money. So, yeah. I was about to say, you, you look up Chinatown Fair, and the first thing to come up is people playing DDR. <laughs> yeah. But, so, this is not a DDR podcast. This is supposed to be a Street Fighter podcast. Yeah, we just ran off. Yeah, which is, I mean, when we start talking about arcades, I mentioned Carcellos. They're like, oh, we're both from Queens. Sure, we can talk Carcellos. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But can you give me a rundown, just like elevator pitch of the Street Fighter Four story? Because I didn't finish it because I kept getting attacked by randos oh, online. God, the, it's fucking atrocious. So, <laughs> oh, how do I start this off? Um, Because every character kind of has like their own little mini cutscenes in their mm-hmm. arcade that contribute to the story. But basically, uh, Shadowloo is done for. They're no longer a thing. Bison is like trying to get his powers back. Like he's trying to be the top dog. But they, they started making like AI sentient being weapons that like absorbed fighters capabilities. Mm-hmm. Seth is born. Jory shows up because she's trying to like kill Bison, but she's like on the side of the bad guys for convenience sake. So mm. she's got like this whole like revenge thing. Like I'm going to take down everybody, but I'm going to have fun while I do it and just murder everybody and put this sin technology inside of my eye because you know, I, I don't know what it is, but the weaves love feet and eye patches. It's very mm, yeah. fucking weird. And she is literally just weeb, weeb candy. Yeah. Um, So Abel is the main protagonist and we're supposed to like follow him around and he is a clone of Seth. And that's how we find out like they're just making Mm. clones of every like there's just mad clones, mad versions of Seth. That's why um, in Street Fighter five, there's like a girl Seth because that looks like jury because they were like, oh, we, we know you hate this guy because he looks so generic. So let's give you the feet porn back. So maybe you like it. Um. Ryu has a beef with Akuma that they finally kind of square up and Akuma's like, yo, stop being a bitch. Just give in to your dark side. And Akuma's like, you know, I'm I'm going to just beat your ass. And he kind of does. The story is, that's how we get evil Ryu, is that Akuma hits him so hard in the chest, he dents it, which wakes up the Natsuhiado. Mm. And he turns evil and blah, blah, blah. But that shit happened in Ashura's wrath. Ashura beat Ryu's fucking ass. Punched him into the moon, and that's how he awoke. But um, the, the storyline for Street Fighter Four is just abysmal. Just play the game, and it's literally Street Fighter Four is the game that you can just play for. Like, if you have twenty minutes, you could just get a couple of rounds in on arcade, or if you want to just have arcade fun and just maybe fight a couple of randos, you could do that too. I would not play it for the story. This is the one game I would be like, fuck <laughs> the story, just play the game. Yeah, that's, like I said, that's how I like most of my fighting games. Just let me fight people. I don't know if there's, like you mentioned, there's clones in this one. I'm pretty sure neither Tekken 6 or Tekken 7, someone drops, like, an atomic bomb on, like, somewhere. I'm like, bro, I don't need any of this. Yo, Tekken, the storyline is just, like, the Mishima clan just tries to kill each other constantly. That's it. And they have a cool guy named King that talks Tiger. Like, that's all I care about. But apparently, Heihachi is dead now, so... People think he's not going to show up in Tekken 8, but how are you going to have a Tekken game without Heihachi? So just like, he'll probably be like DLC or like, aha, a clone of Heihachi or something. I don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, they brought back Jim Pachi, which was never a thing, but, like, fuck that guy. That's more, probably one of the worst bosses in video game history. Jim Pachi Mishima is a piece of shit. <laughs> I, th- they brought back my favorite, Panda, so I'm good. But, yeah. again, a game I can't play because it's not for the PS4. <laughs> I mean, the closest thing we have to Panda in Street Fighter is Hugo, and I don't fucking like Hugo. I've never liked Hugo. I always thought he was overrated, but people love him in Poison, and they're like, oh, I don't know. Fuck fuck that. Um, I'm trying to, like, I'm looking at the roster now. Um, I did not like the additional characters that they added to this game. Uh, okay. One of them is called Rufus, and for some reason, his fat fucking ass is Ken Masters' rival. And it's like, on what planet? Like, who the fuck was like, this is a good idea? Like, I'm just gonna make not like fighting Rufus either. No, he's just a fat fuck that's like, I'm Ken Masters' rival. It's like, no, no, you're not. (laughs) You've never been. We all know this. You delusional, fat, pudgy fuck. And he's just gross looking. I hate him. I I did like Hakan though. Hakan was cool, yeah. the baby oil guy. Like he was cool. Did you did you see Rufus's like concept art before he turned in, in, in into the larger gentleman? No, I did not. Though you no no call him a fat fuck. Call him a fat. Oh there what? We, That's actually kind of cool. He he was like he was a better. he was like a ripped dark skinned dude, and then instead we got the the Scotsman from Samurai Jack. Yo, that's kind of accurate. That's kind of accurate. And he talks like this. I fucking, yeah. I hate Rufus. Like, I, he has some cool moves, but he, I just can't stand him. It was weird. Like, there were so many jokey characters in Street Fighter 4. Uh, also, Sea Viper is uh, introduced in Street Fighter 4, and for some reason, everyone is on this bitch's dick, and I never liked her. I could not get into her. I was like, oh, wow, she has fucking jetpack cannons in her heels. Great. Why do I care about this? I want to uppercut people. They brought back Adon, or Adon, depending on however you talk. And, I mean, he's got a pretty cool storyline because he, for some reason, thinks he has to kill Sagat to be the number one Muay Thai guy. And it's like, <laughs> it's not that deep, dog. Like, you could just fight this guy. Like, everyone's beat Sagat at this point. Like, it's yeah. okay. You don't have to <laughs> fucking kill this guy. <laughs> All right. Now, going going through this, um, I, I, I have two things left on my notes that I want to go over. The first one is... If you were in charge of Street Fighter 4, Capcom was like, Jay West, make Street Fighter 4. Street Fighter 3, people didn't like. You're lead dev. And you could add anybody to the roster. What character are you adding? It could either be a returning character, or if you want to make a new character, you could say, I I want someone who fights like this because I think that's missing. Okay. Let me think about this real fast because, damn, I could add anybody... And it, it could be a guest character. You can make up a character. You could be like, I really want someone who, like, a does a Hadouken with a soccer ball type of deal. Oh, man. um, I'm probably going to go. Hold on. I got to give this some actual thought. Okay. And this is against my better judgment because this is also a character I don't like, but I really would have liked to have seen him in this because he was cool in five. I no, you know what? Fuck Alex. I would I would want to add Oro. I love okay. Oro. I really like the idea of like the old master. That's like he's yeah. so strong. I I'll fight you with one hand tied behind my back because I'm a fucking thug, and I'm yeah. the only person that has mastered telekinesis because I'm a fucking G. <laughs> like 
Oro is my guy. He's a weird bird-looking fuck that's a perv. He's like Master Roshi. Yeah. But he's so cool. Like, I would add Oro. I think, honestly, Super Street Fighter Four hit the nail on the head. They added everybody. They added alpha characters. They added uh, final fight characters. Mm-hmm. There's really not much missing. Um, and, I mean, in terms of Street Fighter Three characters, there's a couple. But uh, we end up seeing them in five. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I. Okay, for me, my perfect Street Fighter Mm Four, I would lose Rufus, Abel, Sea Viper. uh, I forgot the other doll's name. She's fucking useless. And I would just probably fill those slots with like Hagger, Oro, like guys like that. Because also, shout out to Mike fucking Hagger. That guy needs to be in a Street Fighter game. I need to see him in six. Like, yeah. He's all over the place. That man's making cameos everywhere. Yeah. Now, you brought this up, and I can't believe it. Is this the first Street Fighter game to have, like, Final Fight characters in it? No. That would be the Alpha games. The Alpha, like okay. Cody, yeah, Cody, Guy, yeah, yeah. Um, Hugo, Poison. Like, those are all Final Fight characters. Gotcha. I was about to say, I didn't, I didn't think it was, but, but you mentioned that. I'm like, oh, yeah, there are a lot in this game. Yeah, okay. Rolento, all of them. Rolento's pretty cool. I've, I never really got down with him, but, uh, you know, yeah, that yeah. so we have Cody, Guy, Rolento, Hugo, and Poison, all Final Fight characters. I, I had a follow-up question about Final Fight, but it doesn't matter. We're not talking Final Fight. It doesn't matter if I forget it. But, um, so, my next question. You're meeting up with, let's say, it's you, Mac East, Red Fox, Lou, and right. they're like, yo, let's, let's play a game. And you can only bring one. Are you bringing Street Fighter 4? Are you bringing Smash Bros? Uh, for me, Street Fighter 4. Super okay. Street Fighter 4 to be exact. Like, I, I'm bringing Super Street Fighter 4, and I'm handing out ass weapons like candy. <laughs> All right, very nice. I, only, I always have to ask. It's become like a running joke at this point. Just because um, a lot of times when I'm playing a game for the podcast, I'll, like... I'm playing like some weird obscure game from like the 90s. It's like someone's childhood. It was like an unreleased game on the PS1 or some shit. I practice it for about half an hour ago. I don't like this. I'm going to go play Smash instead. And I leave the game. But did not happen with Street Fighter 4. I've been like on a streak of like playing some good fighting games. Or like I don't get fed up with them. So Mm. I didn't have to swap off. That's fucking great. I'm actually really happy about that. Because uh, I, I always preach about this game. And the fact that. You know, you you're kind of flaky with games, as you just said, and it was able mm-hmm. to keep you in. That's that that's yeah. a testament to itself. It's a really good game. It's a solid fighting game, and I think everyone should give it a shot. Just don't go in for the story, people. I just I, I would give that warning to anybody going for a fighting game. Just like never go in for the story. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. If I don't I don't understand why you would have made it this far into the episode if you don't like fighting games. But if you made it this far into the episode and you don't like fighting games, let me. Let me try it and break it down in a way that you might fit it in your brain. You're like, you know what? Let me try playing it like that, and maybe I'll enjoy it. Don't think of it as a fighting game where you have to, like, figure out how to do a quarter circle or worry about the story or, like, how do I do a Hadouken? Think about it as you're doing a Soulsborne boss fight. Think of it as pattern recognition. See what they're doing. Avoid it. Exploit it. Fight it like a boss like that, and maybe you'll enjoy it. And that was beautiful. Like, wow. 
I, I've yeah. never even thought of it like that. That's mm-hmm. pattern recognition. Look at you. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. I, I would give you a kiss right now if I was near you. God damn. <laughs> yeah, think about it. Like, okay, what is, like, I, I know when I play, I mentioned it earlier, I like to jump away and do, like, the Hadoukens in the air. That's mm-hmm. a pattern that I do. You have to realize, okay, Mikey's jumping away and doing Hadoukens. How to avoid that? And now how do I go in and hurt him in the recovery time of that? Think of it as you're doing, like, a Zelda boss or like a or like an Elden Ring boss. Think of it like that, where instead of like fighting someone and the mechanics are difficult, you're yeah. doing a boss and you have to exploit their weaknesses and, and find their, their patterns and timing. Think it think of it like that. I probably yeah. should have started the episode off with that, because I don't think you would have made it this far if you hate fighting games. <laughs> I just uh, I I wasted that spiel on everybody who's been playing Street Fighter 4 since 09. They're like, yeah, dude, I fucking get it. I've been playing this game for 13 years. I mean, but, you know, there, there's probably the few people that haven't, you know. I highly yeah. doubt the Bang CEO has ever played Street Fighter 4 because he's a fucking loser. I, so, I don't, okay, it, it's funny that you, I, I, I'm over him. I, I'm, I'm glad he, he got kicked out. We ran him out of business. I take full responsibility for that. But I, I don't know if you saw this, but so he, he got fired from the company, but he still, had, he still had access to all of his social media posts. So, what? <laughs> What was happening was legally he was not allowed to make posts on social media. He found a loophole where, because he still had the passwords, bang on Instagram was like, check out our new flavor. And he was in the comments like, don't listen to it. This was tweeted against my will. I am being held hostage in the sphere of Instagram. Don't listen to them. I was wrongfully evicted from my company. And he just like fucking nine paragraph like manifesto ramblings of the Unabomber type comments in the comment section of his own Instagram posts before a judge had to come in and say, you're not allowed to do that either. And then they kicked him off of social media altogether. It was great. That's insane, dude. That was like when Papa John, I, I guess that's his name. He's just going to be Papa John for me. Like was eating like he, I think it was like in the span of a month, he tasted, he taste tested 80 pizzas. And like, he's like in an interview, like they're going to fail. I quality assure everything. This is going to be the worst ever. And he's just like profusely sweating. He's all yeah. swollen from all the fucking sodium he's intaking. He's just, just red. Amazing. I love it. The beautiful downfall of corporate America. That was, that was such an oddball saga too. Cause like I, I reached out to him. I was like, Hey man, I, okay, I, I lied to him a little bit. I was like, I think it's totally unfair that you got fired, that they unseated you as CEO. Come on my podcast and tell me about your side of the story. Little did he know it was going to be a gotcha journalism. As soon as he got here, we were like, ah, fuck you, Jack Owak. We all hate you. But he never responded. But in the process of me reaching out to him, I found the post was like, check out the new bang flavor. And then the comments were like, I'm being held captive in my basement. Come save me type of shit. Amazing. Dude, yo. <laughs> It's just crazy because, like, it's normal dudes, and then they get caught up in, like, the corporate America aspect of it, and then, like, their whole company is just, like, taken from them. And it's like, well, but, yo, that the bank CEO was a wild cat, man. Like, he, he was, was insane. He did not get brainwashed by corporate America. That man was always a wild cat. There was, there was a, I haven't seen it yet, but a bunch of friends recommended to me. There's an HBO show called How To With John Wilson, where he has, like, a hidden camera in his chest, and, like, he just tries to, like, sneak into parties and see what happens and he just walked into jack o'walk's house one day when he was having a barbecue and just snuck his way in and there's a whole episode about like him like sneaking into the bang ceo like house that's insane but also it sounds cool because i feel like he really just walks around shirtless with four chains and like three strippers (laughs) 
it's uh jack o'walk if you're listening to this we love you please come on the podcast i'd love to talk fighting games with you yo i would love for him to be downloadable dlc in any fighting game in any fight okay you know what capcom hire me street fighter 7 no 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 no. you know what not street fighter 7 bring me on for dark shockers 4 jack o'walk is dlc yo that would be a just have him as the bang monster yo that would be great he just beat you to death with a can oh Okay, someone needs to go make a palette swap of Victor in, in Darkstalkers 3, where instead of being like a weird gray Frankenstein monster, it's just Jack O'Walk. Just completely jacked, jacked out of his mind with the chain. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm in. I'm all in. Oh, man, I wish I thought of this last episode when we covered Darkstalkers 3 with Mac East. Shout out to the great Mac East. Well, Jay, I don't want to hold you up anymore. Thank you so much for talking about Street Fighter 4. Please let the people know where they can find you, where they can find We Get Dubbed, where they can find Piece by Piece. Let the people know. All right. Well, uh, first of all, thank you for having me. This has been just a, a great conversation, and it's always fun talking to Mikey. Good friend of the show, good friend of mine. Um, you could find me at jwest718 on Twitter, Trash Perspective on Instagram. We Get Dubbed also on Twitter, but... Uh, uh, and also we get dubbed on Instagram, uh, we get dubbed podcast, we talk anime, piece by piece podcast, we talk the whole episodic journey of One Piece where we watch it from the beginning. Right now we're currently at Whole Cake, uh, talking some shit. Uh, we just covered the live action One Piece, we do a lot of anime, we do a lot of One Piece. Um, we are 77 countries deep in this bitch. Uh, shout out to all the piecers out there. We love you guys. Uh, all of our fucking fans, you're the best. Anybody that catches this, we love you. Mikey loves you, and I love Mikey. Um, I'm not really good at pitching my shows. Uh, you can find me on the Trash Perspective, where I talk shit and uh, interview people. Uh, I have a other show that has like two episodes called Smashing Controllers. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for more. I think you did The Witcher Three and maybe a Smash Bros episode. I'm like, okay. I need more. Believe it or not, I actually got the final piece to the puzzle to get. I, I just finally got an audio interface so okay. I can start editing and shit again. So that that's on the horizon. So smashing controllers, trash perspective. We get dubbed uh, piece by piece in every other podcast on the planet because I'm the fucking shit. That's me. This man's great. Owen two heroes. Let's fucking go. You're on four podcasts, my dude. Four. Yeah, it's out of control. It just I I love talking shit. I I ah. like talking shit. It, it's kind of what I do. Um, and yeah, I just I don't know. I uh, you know, I get I get paid to drink bang energy, jerk off <laughs> while I'm just in the middle of a podcast. Talk about Street Fighter Four and just I don't know, fantasize about death. <laughs> Why wouldn't I want to do this as much as possible? Now imagine doing that times four. Yeah. <laughs> if you um if you had to recommend one episode of We Get Dubbed for someone who's never listened to your episode but, but like never listened to your show before, what would you recommend? Okay. Ooh. Uh <laughs> which one would I recommend? Um I would definitely recommend we actually just had um Miles from the Disc Dump podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like one of our most recent episodes. Um, I, I, what the fuck is the name of it? It's like Demon City or some shit like that. It, it's wild. There's a fucking demon ritual in the beginning of the fucking film. Oof. 
There's a lot of, yeah, there's just a ton of penises, uh, demons ejaculating and drinking the cum of others to gain superpowers and turn into kaijus. It's insane. There's like a fucking 72 foot dick monster that destroys a city at the end of the movie. It's great. Check that out. Uh, also, we're a very explicit podcast. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I, ha- I haven't listened to that one. It is your second most recent episode behind the, uh, the live action One Piece. Yes. Um, if I can give a recommendation, I like listening to, I'm a big fan of your brackets. You do a lot of brackets. Yes. I, yes, I, I think the, I think the theme song bracket has a lot going into it. It's like a multi-episode arc. Yes. I think if you start off with like their soundbite bracket, that's like a good summation. It gives you like a roundup of like the whole season that they just went through. It gives you gives you the best sound clips. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, I, what What were we competing for? It was some shit. Oh, we were competing for the We Get Dubbed Championship. Yeah, for the belt. Yeah, yeah, we haven't done that in a while. Um, yeah, Bite Madness, Bite Fucking Madness. Yeah. I forgot the name of my own shit. That's crazy. I mean, <laughs> Mac East came up with the name. It's not my <laughs> that, That's all his. Because Mac East loves tournaments. Like, this motherfucker yeah. loves tournaments. Like, he's always loved it. He's like the king of the ring master. It's insane. <laughs> Yeah, you have uh, theme song tournaments. You have sound clips from your show. You have anime outro. Uh, it looks like you have a Pokemon tournament. You name it, yes. they pr- they probably do a bracket for it. Thank you for pitching the show better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, because I kind of just went off on a fucking weird ramble. I was like, oh, end of the episode? I get to act like a psychopath now. Yeah. No, it, it, it trades off because uh, you plugged my, my show, which is more than I do. I normally just end my show with... If you're listening to this, I don't need to plug it. You know where the fuck to find me. You already did. Boom. Boom. <laughs> but uh, with that said, thank you for making it this far. Thank you for listening to the episode. And like, I was not joking. I'm not going to plug anything. You already found me. You made it this far in the episode. Uh, check out the show notes below. It's going to have links to, to Jay's stuff down there, Mac stuff down there, maybe my stuff if I can figure that out. But <laughs> um, last time was Mac East uh, with Dark Soccer's 3 of We Get Dubbed, and I beat him. And this time, you're supposed to do Street Fighter 4. Jay, I'm, I'm counting this as a forfeit. So I'm currently undefeated on, on We Get Dubbed Guests. So come wow. back on and defend the podcast. Wow, Sony fucked me again. God damn it. <laughs> damn. And I, you know what? I, I accept this loss because I refuse to pay $70 <laughs> to these bastards. But uh, damn, my pride stings now. Now, now I feel like I just I'm gonna find a way to just show up at your door on a random Sunday morning with the Xbox and <laughs> fucking Street Fighter. Okay, cool. So, uh, come back on for another episode. I'm currently undefeated again. We get dubbed. I- I'm liking this streak, That's making wild. me feel real confident. Fucking blasphemy. Um, yeah, uh, listeners, I don't know which episode's gonna come out next, but next two episodes, I'll let you know now. One. Breaker's Revenge. It's a Street Fighter 2 clone that was popular back in, in the day. And the other one, I want to make sure I get this name right. Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus R. I believe that's the full name. I'm covering that shit too. That's wild. That's going to be a nice episode to do. Good for yeah. you. I, I'm excited with that. Also, a little bit of a teaser. I'm doing that one with an Australian guest. It's the most international guest I've had on the show so far. We have like a 14-hour time zone difference. That's going to be fun. Yeah. It's like Saturday morning here, Sunday evening there. It's like we're, we're recording it on different days, technically. All right. But, all right. Yeah, I, I look forward to a, hearing that. Yeah, you have that to look forward to. Uh, but like I said, thank you for sticking around this far. Jay, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. 
Yeah, of course. And uh, we'll catch you all next time. Peace. Fuck you.